men's basketball team will wrap up its pre-Christmas portion of the schedule on Wednesday as they take on Northern Kentucky, while the women's basketball team has their game that was scheduled for Tuesday canceled, which brings up some interesting questions about the Big Ten's COVID-related policies that we will touch on in today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Wednesday, December 22nd, as we inch closer and closer to Christmas Day. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletics news, analysis, reactions, previews, recaps, everything you can possibly think of. I'm your host, Jacob Rude. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers part of your day and for making it your first listen every day. Uh, for those that don't know, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. As always, guys, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Follow us on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. The men's team will wrap up uh, their pre-holiday slate with one of their final uh, non-conference games of the season as they take on Northern Kentucky, actually their penultimate non-conference game of the season. They take on Northern Kentucky on Wednesday to get you guys all set with all the information you need heading into this game. It's a 7 p.m. tip-off in Assembly Hall on the Big Ten Network. Uh, Ken Palm has the Hoosiers up to number 28. Uh, they have slowly risen up the rankings. Uh, that win on Saturday against Notre Dame, no matter how kind of ugly it was, was a big one for them. Uh, Northern Kentucky is number 194 in Ken Palm, actually 195. Uh, since I wrote this preview this morning, they've fallen a spot. Uh, for context, Louisiana was 182nd. Uh, obviously, different play styles, but that gives you kind of an idea of the level of competition Hoosiers are playing. Indiana is a 17 point favorite on Ken Palm. 76 59 is the projected uh, score with a 94% win probability for the Hoosiers. That's because Ken Palm. Really struggled this season. I'm a little surprised at how highly they're ranked. And I say that of a team that is uh, barely in the top 200. If we're looking at bet online odds, the Hoosiers are favored by 17 points with an over-under of 133.5. It's because this Northern Kentucky team has two, they have four wins total, and only two of those have come against Division I teams. They beat Eastern Michigan by a singular point, and they beat Canisius uh, by 13 points. Uh, They have lost six games. Uh, They do not hold a win over a team in the top 260. 
they beat Wheeling Hazut and Alice Lloyd. Uh, again, two programs that are not Division One. Uh, beat both of them. So that's their four wins in their ten games this season. Uh, not a team that should give the Hoosiers much problems. These two teams have actually not played each other before. This will be the first matchup between the two of them. Uh, looking back at their schedule real quick, I forgot to mention a couple notable games. They lost to Purdue Fort Wayne. The Hoosiers have some experience uh, playing against Purdue Fort Wayne. Not some good one or not a good experience. They lost by 14 there. The only game that they've played against a top 100 team was DePaul. They lost by nine points to them. Uh, that was on the road. Not a terrible showing by them, but the Hoosiers will be their second top 100 team this season and by far the best team that they will face on the schedule, uh, DePaul being the next best team. So this will be the toughest test for Northern Kentucky. It's going to be interesting to see how the Hoosiers handle this game because uh, they're, Mike Woodson wasn't thrilled with the offense on Saturday. Uh, just to give you some numbers for Ken Palm on the Hoosiers this season, I always talk about what the other team does. Haven't really given you an update on the Hoosiers. They are third in the country in defensive effective field goal percentage. They're 11th in adjusted efficiency. Still one of the top defenses in the country. Uh, second best defense against two-pointers. A lot of that is Trace, Race, Jordan Geronimo, Michael Durr, all those guys inside uh, defending shots. They don't give up offensive rebounds, 24th in the country, and not allowing them. Uh, they defend the three-pointer really well. They block a lot of shots, top 25 in the country, top 26 in the country in both those stats. So the defense certainly is not a problem. The offense even for as much as it has struggled, it's still a top 75 offense. They rank 68th in efficiency. That's coming despite being 292nd in turnover percentage and 318th in steal percentage. So that's a lot of live ball turnovers the Hoosiers are giving up. And I know I'm speaking to the choir on that one, but the numbers reflect that. And yet, despite that, despite the poor free throw shooting, they rank 242nd in free throw percentage. It's still a good enough offense because they rebound the ball well. Uh, they get to the line. Uh, they knock down three-pointers. They're 39th in the country in three-point percentage. Uh, shout out to Parker Stewart and Miller Kopp. Uh, they score efficiently inside the arc as well. And they don't really get blocked. And that's because few people can block Trace Jackson Davis. So uh, outside of two really big kind of outliers, um, offensively it's a good offense but those those two things have really hurt the Hoosiers all season long it's probably not something that's just going to magically go away at this point they're going to continue to struggle with turnovers they're going to continue to struggle at the line it's just going to be a characteristic of this team let's look at this northern Kentucky team see where they could present some problems and where the Hoosiers could uh, take advantage uh, what areas but first, though, guys, I've been telling you about prize picks. And honestly, if you haven't signed up by now, what the heck are you guys waiting for? Prize picks is the leader in daily college fantasy sports. They're a ton of fun. I really recommend them. It's fun to just go on there and look at some lines. 
uh, and see what they predict. They do not have anything for the Hoosiers game tomorrow yet, but go in there tomorrow while you're at work, when you're supposed to be working, and then instead thinking of the break coming up, go in there and take a look at what they have to offer. They have more props than you can think of. Points, rebounds, assists, threes made, all that and more. All users that deposit and use promo code Locked On will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Free money they're giving you. It's really simple. You just pick two to five players, pick the over-under on their prop, and win up to 10 times your money. Don't hesitate, guys. Check out pricepicks.com. Use that promo code Locked On, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today's sponsor, as we mentioned, is NetSuite, and this is it, guys. It's the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, your inventory, your HR, your planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of the competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has new financing program. Uh, for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked. Much simpler. For those or for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Netsuite.com slash locked. Thank you guys again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Make sure to go check out the ultimate college football playoff preview for 2021. Local local experts, betting advice, and draft analysis. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview begins this Friday. I had the date messed up. I thought it was last Friday. It is this Friday. Things will kick off. You can listen to that on Christmas Eve as you're decorating, baking, gift wrapping because you procrastinate like I do, all that fun stuff. This Northern Kentucky team uh, is going to be – not a great team, <laughs> to, to be blunt about it. When you look at their offense, they're below average in efficiency. Not too far below average, but almost an, uh, an average team on the dot, just very slightly below average. They have one of the worst turnover percentages in the nation, worse than Indiana, uh, to give you. That's about as easy context as I can put it in. They turn the ball over more than Indiana. Uh, not quite as much in steals, so it's going to be a lot of dead ball turnovers, but they are 326th in the country in turnover percentage, and there are barely any more uh, teams than that in the country. Uh, that's 326 out of 358. So they are going – this is going to be a sloppy game, I'm predicting. They're an average three-point shooting team. Just barely a tick above average. 33.2 is the average. 33.5 is what they shoot as a team. But they are awful inside the arc. 335th in two-point percentage. 
and that's coming up against one of the best teams in the country at defending inside of the arc. Uh, the one area that they really are stunningly good at is offensive rebounding. They are 16th in the country in offensive rebounding. Uh, we talked about the Hoosiers being one of the best teams in the country at not allowing offensive rebounds. Uh, this is going to be a test of that because this is a team that rebounds the ball really well. That is by far their biggest strength. Outside of that, uh, this is really just, I, I would almost say average, but they're a below average offense. Uh, if you take away the, the offensive rebounding, there's just nothing this team really does uh, particularly well. Um, so if the Hoosiers can keep them off of the glass, which they've been able to do for most games this season, if they're able to keep them off the glass, they'll be able to come away with a victory. Uh, Adrian Nelson leads the team in rebounding for Northern Kentucky at uh, 8.7 a game. Uh, Chris Brandon is at 6.2 rebounds a game off the bench, but it's a lot of guys doing some of the dirty work. There's no standout rebounder on that team, so it's going to be a team effort to keep them off the glass. When you look at the defense, again, almost uh, right at the average, a little bit uh, below average, a little bit more than the offense. So it's a team where the offense is a little bit better than the defense. Uh, they are good at forcing turnovers, which the Hoosiers just give them away anyway, so I, I'm not entirely sure how much that matters. They are good. This is a this is a defense of two extremes. So they're good at forcing turnovers and those coming in the way of steals. Uh, they are one of the worst teams in the country at giving up offensive rebounds, which is really just an odd thing. That would suggest, without watching having watched this team, that it's a philosophy type of thing that on the offensive glass. They send everybody uh, to the glass to uh, get the offensive rebounds. And then the other way, they, I guess, bring, they leak out. They try to run. They don't have a, a high tempo. I'm not entirely sure what to make of those numbers, but they're one of the best teams in the country at offensive rebounding and one of the worst teams at keeping teams off the glass. Uh, they don't put uh, opponents on the line very much. And they defend the three pretty well, 62nd in the country, an opponent's three-point percentage. Uh, and then, as I, saw, as I said, they're really good at coming up with steals. They're 308th, though, in defending inside the arc. So this is just not a big team that is capable of scoring or defending inside the arc. This could be a really big Trace Jackson Davis game. It'll be interesting to see how they approach defending him. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some doubles making other guys beat them. And then uh, they are a little bit of luck, or I guess bad luck. Teams shoot really well against them at the free throw line. Again, I always reference that number. There's really nothing that the, the <laughs> that team does. Northern Kentucky does nothing to make the other team shoot better at the line. It's just... They've played some really good teams uh, in terms of free throw shooting. So maybe some of that good juju will rub off on the Hoosiers and that will turn their season around at the free throw line. But outside of that, it's a it's a team of extremes. They're either really good at things or they're really bad at things, and there's very little middle ground. The only real type of middle ground is they're a very average team in terms of blocks. 
Otherwise, they are one extreme or the other when it comes to the kind of advanced numbers, the four factors, things like that uh, for uh, for this team. For the Hoosiers, I'm going to be looking at how this offense plays and specifically how it plays off Trace Jackson Davis. No no matter how much reworking this offense does, it's going to be one that's focused on playing through Trace. So um, as much as they kind of tear it down and build it up from the ground, it's just going to be a matter of how the team plays while or how the team plays off of him. I, I think at times there's too much standing when he has the ball. They're watching and waiting. Uh, if there's movement, if there's cutting, that's how you get open. That's how you confuse the defense, and uh, that prevents them from doubling him, which eventually will allow him to exploit those matchups more and more. So it'll be interesting to see if there's more of that on Wednesday. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I didn't think the offense played well. I was a little surprised that Mike Woodson said that they were basically tearing it down and building it back up from the ground up. Uh, I'm not against it, but we'll see what it looks like. They only have two games to kind of redo this offense. Um, I don't imagine there's going to be a ton of change. I would imagine that was just kind of a saying he used. For all intents and purposes, this offense has been fine outside of the turnovers and the free throws, and that isn't really a thing where you just draw up something new. Uh, The turnovers have been sloppiness all season long. The free throws are not something that is a scheme thing. So I'm just in general interested to see what the offense looks like. Um, And then I'm just glad that we'll get to watch this defense put the clamps on someone else. Hopefully, knock on wood, hopefully it's more of a game like against Louisiana and less of one like against Marshall because I sure would like a game where they just clamp down on a team and let make them go 15 minutes between field goals. That'll be an exciting one that we will have a recap on for Thursday's episode. The women's team was supposed to play on Tuesday, and that game was canceled uh, due to a COVID outbreak within Wright State's team. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the cancellation. And then it brought up an interesting question about the policy for the Big Ten uh, kind of moving into 2020 that we will discuss. We mentioned the bet online odds for this game. Bet online has you guys covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the college bowl season and into the pro football playoffs as well, Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use their updated. Uh, head to the desktop or mobile site, I should say. It's new. It's updated. If you sign up today, new users who deposit using promo code Locked On will receive a 50% welcome bonus. So whether it's basketball, football, NHL, uh, some Jake Paul boxing, some UFC, uh, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. Built Bar, you guys probably do not have enough time to uh, get your order in 
by Christmas, but that doesn't mean you guys can't enjoy some holiday built bars. This season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, all while being high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. There's so many flavors, you're going to have a hard time choosing. You can go with my personal favorite, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie. You have raspberry or mint brownie. You have cherry or double chocolate. But make sure you do not uh, mention that or bring up your favorite flavor uh, when with your family at parties because people are really passionate about which one there uh, is their favorite. It'll turn into a fight that you do not want to have over the holidays. And if you guys like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on the Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe it. They're filled with protein. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. I mentioned it, the... Women's basketball team was slated to play Wright State this evening. That was canceled fairly early in the kind of morning slash afternoon. It was was due to, quote, COVID-19 complications resulting from positive cases within Wright State's Tier 1 individuals. We mentioned in the build-up to this game on Monday's episode that Wright State has had had COVID issues this season. They went three weeks between games, played one game, I believe against Lake Erie College um, last week, and then had not played since. So it is uh, it's not a good time for Wright State right now as they've had to cancel and forfeit a number of games, which leads to some questions about what the Big Ten is going to do this season. So uh, there was uproar last year, and probably rightfully so, That if a team had to cancel a game, that they should, if they had to cancel a game for COVID, that that team should be handed a forfeit. Uh, I agreed with that at the time. That was how it should be. There were requirements about in football, how many games should be played. Obviously, they just bent the rules when Ohio State wasn't going to get in. Never going to forgive them for that uh, because that very well might be the best shot the Hoosiers ever have at playing in the Big Ten title game. We'll ignore the fact that they probably would not have been able to play in that title game because of their own outbreak, but I'm never going to bury that one. Regardless, when it came to basketball, if there was an outbreak, you forfeit the game. That's their rule right now. If there's an outbreak, you can't play, forfeit the game. Uh, The rule in the Big 12 was similar, but they are changing it for this season. Uh, It was tweeted, um, Ross Dellinger, who covers college football for um, college football, college sports for SI. He tweeted the big 12 is finalizing plans to restore its policy, deeming COVID impacted league games to no contest sources tell uh, sports illustrated. It would eliminate forfeits. If a team doesn't have available six scholarship players and one coach, the game would be a no contest or the teams would have to work to reschedule. Um, it's, he followed it up by saying 
Several other conferences, conference medical groups and ADs, including the PAC-12 and the SEC, are exploring changing their policy as well in light of the latest COVID surge. Uh, the NCAA basketball committee may also need to examine its minimum number of required games of 25 to make the NCAA tournament. Right now, it's not been too big of a problem that minimum number there hasn't been too many notable teams have big outbreaks though that's always a, a problem uh further down in the or maybe with some of the smaller teams uh but it's a rule i think the big 10 needs to address because with the omicron virus especially for vaccinated players which i believe the Hoosiers are. I know the football team was. I'm not sure about the basketball team. I would imagine most of the... Actually, I know the basketball team was now that I think about it because they had to when they went to the Bahamas. So with the Omicron virus, basically it is more contagious, but far more mild. Goes in and out of your system in less than the 10 days. That was kind of the designated amount of time you had to isolate. Originally with COVID, circumstances have changed with COVID. It is, um, it's different than it was a year ago. A year ago, those uh, regulations, those rules made sense. This year, I don't know that they make as much sense because this is such a contagious virus that doesn't have um, the same effects. And especially if teams and players are doing all that they can to prevent as much as they can, getting COVID, getting the Omicron or Delta variant. If they're doing all they can and they get it, it's a little harsh to make them forfeit games. Uh, I am fine with the no contests or the rescheduling of games. That seems to make more sense. Uh, the Big 12, as we said, is changing it. The SEC and Pac-12 might be following. quicker the Big 10 gets on this, the better it's going to be. Uh, there's a bit of time here before the men's uh, fully get underway in conference play. The Hoosiers' first conference game isn't until January 2nd. They're going to have next week to discuss it. I wouldn't be surprised if that rule changes, but that was just something interesting that came up between the women's team having their game canceled, the Big 12 changing its rules. I would imagine the Big 10 is going to follow suit here in the next couple of days. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're going to be back tomorrow to recap the men's game. And then we will have a game for you, or excuse me, a podcast for you on Christmas Eve. Jared and I are going to do a fun little podcast of what is going, what should be on the wish list for each the football and men's and women's basketball teams, uh, what they should be wishing for for Christmas, essentially. Uh, we're going to have some fun with that, give you a little bit of a lighter episode. For Christmas Eve, for your second listen today now, guys, head on over to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Appreciate all the love, the ratings, the reviews, the follows on Twitter and Instagram. Keep it up. I want this to be a conversation with you guys. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast, obviously, if you guys haven't already. Take just a second to leave a quick rating or review. It helps us out a ton. Most importantly, go most importantly, though, guys, have a great Wednesday. Happy holidays and L E O.